Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And what a tangled web we weave. Tonight we are discussing hair weaves on credit, free bleeding, man spreading, and if we have some time, we'll get into the National Spelling Bee. And I definitely want to touch on some zone coverage tonight to discuss the NBA Finals. I mean, man, there's going to be so much content packed on this one show. But before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the tweet chatters, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Now, unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, celebrities, and more. This show is very informal by design because my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random but relevant with what's going on in the world today. Then call-in number to join the fun tonight is 347 202 0215. That's 347 202 0215. Or you can use Skype to call in. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up very easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, Another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. 
There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Tonight, I have three topics for the tweet chat, so it should be a lot of fun. So go ahead and go out to Twitter, use hashtag T2Q, and search for that so you can read and respond to all show tweets tonight. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or my show legends, then head on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 485 starts right after a message from searchforit.here and truthdevour.com. If you own a business, you know how important it is to get the word out about what you have to offer. I want to tell you about a great online local business directory that will get you the attention you want. It's called searchforithere.com and it's fantastic. At searchforithere.com, multiple discounts are available on their local business directory with lots of great features. They have diamond or silver plans available that can save you tons. The diamond plan includes featured listings and the silver plan includes video as well as other great tools to promote your business. So take advantage of these great deals today and get listed as soon as possible. There are hundreds, even thousands of customers out there just waiting for you to get listed. Searchboardhere.com is simply the best local business directory. So whether you own one business or many companies, it doesn't matter. Searchboardhere.com is your number one local business directory. You can call them at 253-324-3352 or email them at sales at searchboardhere.com. Searchboardhere.com. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com All right, my thanks to searchforithere.com and truthdevour.com for being sponsors of the Talk to Q Radio Show, official sponsors. They're down with me week to week. I appreciate them so much. All right, there is a new business in Detroit that has an interesting way of helping out the public. Now, the store was created so you could look fabulous now without having to worry about the hassle of, a, you know, of an immediate financial strain. Now, the store believes that every woman should have a chance to look, feel, and be beautiful, no matter their financial status. The Weave Loan Store has a Weave Loan program that makes every woman's dream weave affordable. Weave Loans, hair now, pay later. Is that an innovative idea, or is it ratchet? That's what we'll get into tonight with our main liquid diet drops topic Liquid Life Diet Drops are made from 100% natural ingredients that work along with your body's natural processes to help you shed pounds and look great. Liquid Life Diet Drops. Go to liquiddietdrops.us to get more information and score you a bottle of it. Okay. 
Let me go to the phones. To the 248 area code I go. The Motor City of Detroit. And I will welcome on the author, the media mogul, the show hostess, and show legend, Miss Crystal Hickerson. Crystal, how are you? I'm fine, Q. How are you? I'm sorry, we got your music. I should have played your music when I was doing your intro. And yeah. <laughs> everything going okay this evening? It's going well, yes. Thank okay. you for asking. Cool. Well, it's me and you to start off, so we'll get started. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. All right, Crystal. I know you've mentioned mm-hmm. before on the show that you're more of a wig person, but um, I'm assuming you've had experience with wig, maybe? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, do you think pe- most people wear hair weaves as a necessity or maybe just for styling reasons? Um, well, sometimes it's a necessity in order to have the right style. Um, oh, but, well, it is. Okay. So I think it's a little bit of both. It depends on the woman, uh, of course. And, um,. Of course, we have our neo-Nazis, uh, natural hair women. But um, <laughs> for women who wear weaves or in extensions, et cetera, um, it's mainly about, you know, just changing up your style, um, you know, looking different, looking new, looking in, or um, making your hair, a little, giving it a little more, give it a little more e- extra help or whatever. Okay, so essentially you're saying it's a little bit of both, but I mean, yeah. um, all right, so what's the most you've ever heard of someone paying for a hair weave, or what's the most you've ever paid? And I'm not talking about celebrities, because I'm sure people like Beyonce and Oprah or whatever, they probably pay a grip, but I mean, what's the most you think you've ever come across, encountered? But, well, I know people have paid like up to $5,000. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm sorry. Hold on. Hair. Hold on. That was way more than I was expecting to hear. Hold on. Let's slow down my heart speed. Um, <laughs> five grand. I, I, how yeah, long is, is it? Like I mean, it's like yeah. some type of lifetime guarantee or something? No, no, because the hair is. See, it all depends on where you go. It all depends on the type of hair you you have. You know, there's Brazilian. There's all kinds of different. Types I mean, this of has hair. to be unicorn mane or something. I mean, five grand crystal tears. <laughs> unicorn. You're messing with me. You're messing. No, with me. you can you can spend up to that much, but usually you'll spend on the average. Um. I don't know, maybe about up to $500, depending, especially, well, in the Detroit area, you can get hair pretty cheap if you know where to go, you know. Good Um, hair? Yeah, I mean, it can be good hair, but it depends on how how long you're going to wear it. Um, How long should it it last? Is who's doing doing your hair. I mean, that that has a lot to do with it as well. Um, But, yeah, it's about... Buying your hair and and you know finding a good price. Uh, sometimes you can go online and get some really good deals. You just have to wait for it to come in and stuff like that. So it just depends. Um, a weave should last, depending on you, but a weave should last at least, I guess, um, two months. Sometimes six months, depending on who does it for you. If you get a sew in, 
or or whatever. So if you pay five grand, I mean, how, I mean, you're talking six months. Well, if you're up to five grand, then hopefully the hair you're getting the hair washed professionally as well because it's some really good hair and it's styled by you know someone who knows what they're doing. Um, and you, you know, then you're talking like fusion hair. It's, it's you know when you oh, into oh. fusion, that that that's where you get up into the thousands um, because it's it really looks like your own hair because they do it kind of almost strand by strand. That that costs a lot of money. Um, but a lot of people just do the sew in or maybe they get it bonded. But most people get it sewn in. You know what? You're really taking me way too fast here. You were, my head is spinning. I'm glad I'm sitting down. Um, this is a lot. This is a lot. Now, I, I know women go through quite a bit to look as good as they do. And I know for yeah. black women, um, they go through and try to make sure they're doing everything on point to look as good as they do. But, I mean, yeah. five grand, strand by strand. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a yeah, tedious process tedious. here. Oh, it's very tedious for fusion. Um, but like I said, a lot of people don't get the fusion, and that's why a lot of women have gone to um, the wigs, like the um, the um, the lace front or the full lace wigs, and then um, with those you can spend up to maybe two two to three hundred, maybe five hundred dollars for that wig. Sometimes a thousand depends on the wig. Um, at least so, that's a lifetime, yeah. even though that's still a lot of money. But Well, not really a lifetime. But, well, I mean, I would yeah. expect it to. I expect to be buried in no. that thing for a thousand bucks. No, no. Oh, my goodness. You know, you just made me feel, I almost feel sympathetic for some women. I, I really do. Cause that's but, just, you know, it, every woman is not spending, if you have $5,000 to spend on, on a, on a, you know, a weed, I'm still then, I mean that's that's a major. I mean you, then you're probably talking someone like you know the celebrities who are getting major hair done and they're getting um, the wigs. A lot of them are using wigs now because the lace front is is it's just a better wig and you can get them for about like three hundred bucks or more and or less. But if you are if your business is celeb- is you know to be in the public eye and you know cameras are flashing and, you know and everything in your face, then uh, you're like a Beyonce. Then you're gonna spend some major money on your on your wigs, you know, because you want them to move and you want them when you flop your hair, your head back and forth. You want it to go with it and all that. So so that that's gonna be some major some major hair. So all of that stuff is a ripoff. It's a ripoff. I remember well, when people first started going natural, and I was thinking, you know what? I've seen some people with natural hair, and it looks really nice. And I'm thinking to myself, nice. well, it's it's free to go natural because it's quote unquote natural. Man, when I found out what, when I found out what and what you want to look like. Oh man, I found out how much time and effort and money some people spent into going natural. I said, this is not natural when you put forth this type of effort and money. You know. Oh well, so. yeah. Either way it goes. I mean, you go into a salon, you're going to spend some money. I mean, Ooh, it may not boy. be up in thousands, but you're going to spend money on maintenance. I am a member. Your back I am right, a, you know. A member of the Dollar the Dollar Shave Hair Club. <laughs> Believe me, 
<laughs> I'm not spitting you know. anybody on my head. So, wow, anyway. I, feel bad. I am so sorry, Crystal. I had no idea. I had no idea. I All right, so. Out, but, I mean, I don't have that money to spend. And even if I did, I, well, if I did have the money, I probably would. But I, I, don't, I know you would. I know you would. You know, oh, hell yeah. I don't want to look average. I don't, shit. <laughs> I don't want to look like the average plain Jane, you know, chick. Walking around, no, hell no. Uh, but the, you don't. But all women aren't like that. But women who spend the money on weaves, on wigs, or whatever, they don't want to look regular. That's the purpose. <laughs> it's not. Well, I hope it at regular. least looks good. I, I really do. I mean, I know like some lace fronts can look. But I don't know what it is about dudes getting lace fronts. It's I don't understand that. If if you don't know what you're doing, you know, you, I mean, just because you have it doesn't mean you know what you're doing. You know how to take care of it. You know how to right. keep it. You know, you know how to wash it, condition it, or whatever. Or you go to the salon. You don't. You know, you may not do that. So, I mean, I saw a dude that had like his edges painted, and okay. it was like it was jet black, so you knew it really wasn't natural because no one's hair should look like motor oil. But um, <laughs> really, really it was kind of unfortunate. But. It was kind of unfortunate. Yeah. So, all right. So, I mean, it doesn't matter where the bundles of hair originate. You know, India, Brazil. I always hear about people saying, I got that Brazilian, you know, and all that other stuff. You don't know if they're selling hair or selling dope. I mean, so does any of that really matter if it comes from Keisha's house or whatever? It does matter as far as the, um, the look of it. The only thing about it is you can find some lower quality hair or wigs, you know, and some synthetics these days, they really come up, you know, it's, it's just a better business nowadays. And you can find some really good-looking hair. And if you know what you're doing when you get it, remember, do not accept the wig as it looks out the box. You have to know how to work it, and you have to cut it to fit your face. So you still have to do some work before oh, wow. you just, you can't just pull a wig out the One box. One side doesn't fit it. all, huh? And, well, it's not even the size. It's just, yeah, it, well, yeah, one size doesn't fit all. You have to know how to fix it. But anyway, you can find lower-priced wigs and, and whatnot and it still look good. However, you're going to have to change it faster than someone who has spent a little bit of money and got more quality. And so, you know, you, you know, they can last a little much longer. Okay, than, so. But you still know what, you, you know what you're doing. Two side questions, and I'm glad I have you on to ask this stuff, but two side questions. The first one, if you're kicking it with a dude and it's that time to to finally have sex, you leave the wig on or off? I mean, is it something that's going to stay on? on. Or? Yeah, on. Do you let him know just in case he grabs well, you it? I mean, the wig off when I'm having sex. That's, shit, that's, a, that's the whole glimmer of it all. But I'm Aaron saying you got to let him know, don't you? I mean, doesn't he need a warning so he doesn't? Take it out by mistake, trying to grab your hair or something. Oh, uh, there is a warning, especially when motherfuckers try to, you know, go through your hair or something like that. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> don't be uh-huh. pulling too. <laughs> you know, don't mess her up now. Don't, don't fuck around. Um, so you know, you might have to say that. But a lot of guys, especially black guys, they know damn well which is real hair and which is not. And if they don't, really? then I don't mind a motherfucker asking. I don't mind him asking going, I mean, if he's been around, a, you know, a little while, he probably <laughs> just assumes 
I mean, you can tell most women who have natural hair, they wear their hair a certain way. I mean, you can just kind of tell that Mm -hmm. it's natural as opposed to someone who wears their hair another way. Now, there may be women who have natural hair and it's longer and it's blended with extensions, you know, to give it more thickness. So you may not be able to tell that way because all you're seeing is scalp in the front, you know. Um, Or there may be women who are very, you know, have very thick hair and very glamorous in the way they wear it, that it kind of looks like a wig, but it's like, no, no, this ain't no wig, it's my hair. But, you know. And you leave it out all night, wake up with it too, huh? If I'm in bed with a guy, yeah, you leave it on. Okay. I mean, as okay. a husband, and that's a different story with your husband. You know, he, this, is, this is who I am. You know damn well. You know, this is what happens right. when, you know, at night. But just the guy I'm screwing, yeah, I'm, I keep it on all night. Of course. Hey, guys, the guys oh, who just get screwed get, get bonuses. But, no, I understand. I understand. But, um... So my other side question is, as far as a wig goes, does it protect the hair underneath, or can it actually be damaging if you wear it too much and don't allow the hair to breathe? I mean, how does that work? You should allow your hair to breathe, breathe. but a lot of women who are going natural, who, who are trying to transition, a lot of them do wear the wigs because the wigs don't mess up your hair, um, such as if you are bonding your hair or you're putting in extensions and things like that or you're even the braiding sometimes doesn't um it can pull your hair especially if you, if the person doesn't know how to keep it washed and things like that so if you just wear the wig you braid your hair underneath and then you just pop a wig on top of that mm-hmm. then that can allow your hair to grow and then you take your wig off you know at night or you may when you're not out and about or whatever you may wear your hair at home so it can breathe and things like that. Okay, okay. See, I know a lady who wears a wig, and I didn't know it was a wig. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was maybe weave because her hair was so full. And right. then I saw her Monday without her wig, and mm-hmm. she was missing a lot of hair, but she still had a lot of hair. And I was like, how do you get yeah. all that under the wig? You know, but I guess she managed. But... Yeah, there's lots of women who do that. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q Radio show. And okay, so you're in Detroit. Have you heard of the Weave Loan store? And would you ever get a Weave Loan? First of all, no, I haven't heard of the Weave uh, Loan store. I know where it is though; it's on Eight Mile. But um, I have. I see that it is. I went to the site because I was like, "What the fuck?" But um, <laughs> I'm not surprised um, at all. <laughs> Because this is Detroit, you know that is, and um, and I am. <laughs> I mean, it looks like they're new though, but no, I, I've never heard of it. But now I have. But the thing is, um, no, I would never get a weave loan personally because I'm like, well, I mean, because there's so many other ways of wearing your hair, and there's there's even salons where you can it's, it only costs $50 to have your hair weaved in. Now you have to go buy your hair and bring it, but they'll do it for $50. You know, so you know, there's, yeah, there's but it's ways. Like if you ain't got the 50 and you ain't got the money to buy your hair, you just go over there and get it on credit. I guess. But, you know, look, somebody got a hookup. I mean, <laughs> come on. 
and, and mean, if nothing else, if nothing else, let me tell you something. You can get a wig online for nineteen ninety five. Okay, so you got twenty dollars, you can get a wig. That's a funny. Good one, a nice one. Really? Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, so is the idea of getting a weave loan innovative or ratchet? Well, it's innovative for them <laughs> because I think they'll, they'll probably get some business. Um, and it's just basically loan sharks, you know. And so, it's you know, they're just plopping weave on top of it. But, you know, it's just a basic, you know, kind of loan that you do. And I'm sure they're charging exorbitant, you know, prices for it. But um, in interest and all that, in finance. But, you know, it's innovative for them. Um, is it ratchet to actually partake in it? I would think so, unless it's something that you severely need for your business. You know, like if you are, well, hell, no, I was going to say if you were like a hair model, but that doesn't even matter because they do it for you, you know, if you're modeling in a in a yeah. show. So they do that. So, you know, if you just really, really feel that you've got to have this hair, you know, and you don't save up for it or whatever, or your man don't pay for it or whatever, then um, I guess, I guess it's for those who don't have any other resources and they want their hair. So hmm. is it a little ratchet? It's, it's not the way I would say spend your money, you know. If you're going to get a loan for something, get a loan for your lights and your rent or your whatever, food. Something um, essential. Right. Well, you hey, if your hair looks nice, you can make money for the rent and lights. <laughs> no, what you do is you buy a ninety five, and then you get him to pay for that. That's <laughs> what you do to upgrade you. <laughs> all right. So, all right. But my thing is this, Crystal. If you don't pay your balance, I mean, do they repo it? I mean, what's the, what's the, does it self-destruct? <laughs> how, how in the world do they send, you know, Guido to your house and he's, Puts his foot on your and neck your and pulls your weave. Yeah, I mean, what's the deal? To me, I mean, the only thing I can see it as is somebody is that they're just charging exorbitant prices for you know, the finance fees. So it's probably something very similar to like a payday loan. That's the only thing I can think of. It's oh, like similar man, that's, to a payday loan. You know? And they're that, just that, that's scary. They're just using weave loan, we you know, as the topic, but it's right. probably similar to a payday loan. That's the only thing I can think of. No, they can't come and snatch it off your head, but you know, because you can't do anything with it. You can't do anything with a weave that you're snatching it off somebody's head. That's ridiculous. You can't but, like straighten it out and comb it out and put it in someone. Well, it's else's? not going to be the same. When you get a weave, it is like let's say you get a weave for twenty-two inches. You get a 22-inch weave, and you put it on your hair. You got to cut it. You got to style it, you know, and you worn it. So it's not the same as a fresh weave. You're not going to get the same price. And they are probably not in the weave business. They are probably in the loan business. (laughs) So it's probably like a a payday loan. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know. I'm kind of side-eyed in in this, this whole deal um it's like i initially when i came across this um it was on facebook and i reached out to the owners and um they agreed to be on the show however they were really slow in contacting me so i wasn't able to get them on tonight and i don't know if i want to interview them 
separately or independently of this show. Because uh, I was just kind of curious of how it worked, the clientele, and ask some questions about it. I don't know. But um, ultimately, it does sound like I can only imagine that if someone's going to give you anything on loan, then the prices are going to be high. And more than likely, if you couldn't afford it before you walked in there, you're not going to be able to afford it after you walk out of there. And like a payday loan, you're going to be stuck paying for weave that you had back in 2012, you know. And uh, so I don't know. I just don't think it's a great idea for the public, even though it's a good way to give a service to people that they probably don't need. But um, a good way to make money and give the service to people. I mean, can you see these popping up all over the country now? Well, I could see it if it, you know, if it works, and um, which it very well may. And I could see it, you know, happening like in other major cities, you know, where you you got quite a few people who are needing, especially somewhere like L.A., New York. I mean, but like I said, even in Detroit, there are so many ways of getting lower priced weaves however for those who may not know that or have the resources to figure that out or or, you know hear about it um you know they may think oh well i have i know i have to pay this much so let me just go ahead and try this get three hundred dollars and i go and i get my weave done you know and then i pay it back you know okay okay and um I guess my thing that I don't understand, Crystal, is like, you know, we mentioned earlier, I told you the lady that had all the hair under the wig and all that stuff. So yeah, explain to me, a guy, why is such a focus placed on weave when so many women have plenty of their own hair? Well, the reason for the weave, um, the weave, first of all, the weave has been around a long time, started in the early 80s and um the reason why women especially black women and now white women and other races are using weaves and or extensions is to achieve the look of the full head of hair um long hair not just because if you've noticed a lot of the style that you see, of course, on TV and, you know, wherever, um, the hair is very long. You know, you got hair going all the way down their back, hair coming to the front, you know, down their chest area. I mean, it's mm-hmm. long hair. I mean, like a 20, Disney princess. 20, you know, inches or more, you know. So anyway, so it takes time to grow hair like that. I mean... Even for, now, the only difference between Caucasian and, and black is just the curl of the hair. Hair grows exactly the same um, time to grow. It's just that ours curl before, you know, so that's why it takes, it looks like it takes longer because it curls up. Their hair grows straight out. So that's the only difference. So, um, but it still takes time. It may take years for your hair to get to a length of the kind of style that you're trying to achieve. So instead of waiting forever or while your hair is growing underneath your wig or whatever, then you just wear it to have your hair the way you want right now. So you don't want to wait. Why should I, I mean, wait? I can have my hair right now. I've seen people do that and, and then turn around and take the weave out and cut the hair. 
I, I guess I just don't. I don't know. Everyone's trying to do something because different. Because it's flexibility. I get to do what I want to do. I cut my hair. So what? If I don't like it, I wear a weave for a while. <laughs> you know, and vice versa. You know, um, and you can change up your style any way you want. You know, I mean, there's people like myself who I have work hair, <laughs> and I have me hair. And That's hilarious. Yeah, because at work you want to be more, depending on what you do, more conservative, more you know, basic. Well, so you hair. wear your basic. Yeah, you wear your basic hair, and then um, for for me of who I really am, my hair is more flamboyant. It's more. More curly, more bushy, more. I like big hair. And so I wear my hair like that most of the time when I'm not at work. And, um, oh, yeah. Hmm. And I'm sure a lot of women, and women love the flexibility. That's really what it is. Because if you have your hair, if you're wearing your hair, you have to wear it that way. You know, because you can only do so much. Right. But, um but with even if your hair is long, you still can only do so much. You can't wear a short do because you got to cut your hair. So you just put on a wig, put on a short wig for a while, see how that feels, and then you take it off and wear your hair long. You know, you can do whatever you want. All right. So all right, I got another side question. When it comes to guys, all right, and mm-hmm. you know some guys do not care, but yep. do you care about? If you have a guy that you're in love with, not just some dude you're messing with, but some guy you're actually mm-hmm. in a relationship with or a husband, do you mm-hmm. take any input about your hair from him, or is it all about what you want to wear and you can care less about what he thinks about it? It's all about what I want to wear. Because, first of all, before he even gets to that level of mm-hmm. being my main boyfriend, my husband, all that stuff, I mean, he's going to know who I am. Right. And I'm, I think a woman who wears, who's very flexible in the way she wears her hair, however that is, is going to tell them, look, this is who I am. <laughs> I wear a wig. I wear a weave. I wear whatever. And I usually say that, especially the black guys, because they tend to, you know, I just want to fill them out to, you know, this is who I am. And if you don't like that, then, you know, keep moving. Because if, you know, they have an issue with that, and some black guys do, and guys, period. I guess they may have a a certain look they like or whatever, and that's fine. Yeah, that's I think good. everyone has their favorites. Like I dated yeah. someone last year, and when I actually met her online, and she had natural hair, and I thought the natural hair was hot. When I met mm-hmm. her, she had thick braids that go down to her butt. All mm-hmm. right, the braids looked they, the braids looked fine, but it just really wasn't my cup of tea. However, okay. you know, she said, well, I'm going back natural at this time or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'll wait for her to go back natural and everything. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, because that's what I was the most, that's what I was most attracted to. Um, right. And, you know, then the, the phrase sometimes get in the way, you know, but I, I won't get into that. But, I mean, um, so, unfortunately, we didn't make it long enough for her to go back natural, but, I mean, okay. eventually... Eventually she did, and you know I saw some photos, and I think she only stayed that way for like two weeks, and then she went back to braids. And I'm like, oh, you know, so. But since mm-hmm. then, she she's had like five or six styles since then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
it just threw me. It's like even though the styles look fine, it's like as a guy you have a favorite, you know. And I mean, I, I feel like you should be able to give some input. Now I do agree with you. Like if someone says, "Hey, this is just what I do," then you either have to accept it or move on. But I mean, as a guy, sometimes you feel powerless. Like, dang, you know, I know she's going to change it to something that I may not be all that cool with. Well, so. I think from for myself. If the only deal breaker would be if a guy said to me, look, I like girls who wear their hair natural. I'm not into that whole weave weave thing or wig thing uh-huh. or whatever. That would be a deal breaker. And maybe even the next time I talk, see him, I would be natural. But it would be a deal breaker because he would set rules on me of how I should wear my hair. Now, right. if in the where I'm the way I wear my hair, he says, you know what, I like your hair when you wear it curly. That's nicer when, than straight. Then I say, oh, okay. Then maybe I keep it curly because that's what he's into. See, but I'm still me. I'm still, you know, he's just choosing a basic style. You know, he's not saying, like you were saying, I like your hair natural as opposed to the braids. Now, that's different than just saying, you know, I like your braids when it's like this, or no, I kind of like the dreads better. When you know when you wear the dreads, those are kind of cool. See, they're still in the whole braiding thing, but it's a style of what she already does. So that's different. So, yeah, I take, I take you know, his his advice or his um, comment on that, and I go, okay, well, he's he likes me like this. So, okay, that's cool. It's just, a, you know, it's a choice. But you have to be I mean, honest with that. Some people aren't honest. Yeah, yeah. And it's just difficult. Um, like these days, you you really have to – you can't have an old-school mindset as a guy these days. You have to understand that there are just going to be certain things that um, if you have old-school values that it's just not going to apply in today's society. And women kind of have that issue too. Like for me, I'm not a fan of tattoos, but I pretty much have to accept that most people I'm going to come across are going to have tattoos, all right? Uh, last year, I dated someone who had five. Now, they weren't visible, but they were still five tattoos. And it wasn't that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things because it wasn't visible, but, you know. And then also, I, I'm i not a really big fan of hair weave unless it, dep- it depends on the type of weave, too. But I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of hair weaves. But I have to accept the fact that everyone I meet just about is going to have a hair weave. So it's like I'm either getting hair weaves, tattoos, or both. I mean, and that's just something that I have to deal with. Um, so I do think that mindsets have to change, but it is kind of hard. It is kind of hard. Well, you know you what? There are women There are women who do wear their hair natural, and they like that. And I think that and some and I, I've also found that some women who who are very like naturalists who still wear braids, you know, with the extensions. So I'm like, well, oh, that's not really natural. You're wearing braids, but it's the natural like style. So that gets mm-hmm. fits into their political category. But um, but I think there are people out there who who can fit into your into your way of thinking. You just have to be verbal about it. Because you could meet a girl who's wearing her hair in a in a wig or a weave, and then you express that, and she said, you know what, that is so refreshing, because I meet guys who like big hair, like long hair, and I just, mm-hmm. that's why I keep wearing it, and now with you, I can be myself, you know? So you never yeah. know who you're going to run That's into. true, and I've, I've dated women with braids, women in wigs, and I, I mean, 
I'm not saying it's necessarily a deal breaker. It's just more or less a preference, I guess. So. Sure. But uh, all right, uh, take a quick break, and I do know that um, the homie Michael Clay probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't approve of a, a weave loan. I know Michael <laughs> Clay wouldn't be down with that. And okay. uh, the next Liquid Life Die Drops topic will be about free bleeding. Women who menstruate without using feminine products to stop the blood flow in 50 seconds. Congratulations on your decision to achieve a healthier lifestyle and seek optimum health. It's a noble and wise goal that will help you live a longer and healthier life. Liquid Life Diet Drops are made from high quality and completely natural ingredients that work along with your body's natural processes to help you feel better. Our product is non-homeopathic and in liquid form. It contains no hormones and is 100% safe. It has a very pleasant taste and is sweetened with stevia. Liquid Life Diet Drops has a variety of health benefits. Not only do they make you feel great, they also support maintaining weight and weight loss if you need to lose a few pounds. Please contact us at www.liquidlifedrops.us if you have any questions. We are here for you and your success. I'm Mischievia from the Virgin Islands, and you're listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. All right, and I'm back. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q and Crystal radio show. <laughs> no experts, just opinions. And uh just got finished wrapping up a topic on hair weaves. And now I'm going to move on to the next topic. Before I do that, let me go to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and welcome on to Homie Buck. Buck, what's going on? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this? Doing well, man. How are you? Hey, Buck. Hey, what's going on, Crystal? All right. Free bleeding is trending. It's when a woman who is menstruating chooses not to use feminine products thus allowing her blood to flow freely out of her body, staining her clothes and running down her thighs to wherever it may end up. Now, the feminist approach to this is that a woman's time of the month should not be something considered unclean or unnatural or something that's to be hidden. They also think that feminine hygiene products oppress them as women because they're man-made inventions. All right, so that's some of the hype behind that. Crystal, I Got to start with you. What do you personally think of free bleeding? Is it liberating or is it doing too much? That's totally disgusting. What? I, I've never heard this before, um, thankfully. Oh, God. That's ridiculous. I don't even see how that's possible. How do you function in society? I mean, what do you just not go to work or leave the house for a week? I mean, I don't get it. That's disgusting. Okay. Buck, what do you think about the concept, man? You have women who just let it all flow. Man, that's gross. That's <laughs> very gross. Um, I got a small story to tell about that. Um, yeah. I don't know if this lady actually did it, but it looked like she did. Um, I'll just keep it short, sweet, and, well, short, nasty, and complete. I went to a lady's house when I was working. I was cleaning uh, cleaning carpet, and this lady's um, house was pretty nasty. 
Um, it was pretty nasty throughout. But when I get in the master bedroom, her husband walked offshore. Um, the bed looked like somebody had been mutilated in it, or, or two people being killed. There was blood everywhere, all over the mattress. <laughs> Oh, down the sham, box spring, and everything. But that's not the kicker. If that wasn't nasty enough, um, she asked me to move the furniture in the in the bedroom. And when I went to go move the furniture, she had she had tampons, dirty tampons behind it. Every yeah. piece of furniture in the uh, master bedroom. So at this point, it's question time. It was already question time when I saw the bed. But I asked her, Blake. I said you got to come up and handle this, bring a couple of garbage bags. So she did. I said, why are there dirty tampons behind your dresser, bureau chest, and whatever that other piece of furniture was? She goes, well, at night, I don't feel like getting out of bed, so I just take my tampon off and just throw it behind, throw it behind the furniture. Oh just God. like it was like common talk. And, I mean, there was no – I was just, like, looking at the camera at that point, like Eddie Murphy did, and boomerang, like, can you believe this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and at that point, you going like this motherfucker here just don't give a shit. So <laughs> I don't know what you know this free bleed, this just bleeding or anything like that. That's just gross. But I see why my homeboy walked walked walk offshore. He said, "Shit, I just send the bitch to check and be done with him to stay out here in the water because it's clean out here." <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm, man, that is that is that yeah, that's not good. That's very unsanitary. No. Very, very unsanitary. I mean, Crystal, should women be able to menstruate freely and naturally if they choose to do so? I suppose if they live in the woods you know. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want. You live in the woods or the mountains. Afraid. You know? But Right, you get afraid, literally, yeah, that kind of shit, for real. But even then, you have leaves and stuff that you can tie yourself up with, but uh, that is just, first of all, it's completely unsanitary, it's completely disgusting, Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even see how they're able to function, like I said, how do you leave the house? I mean, how are you able to function? You know, unless they don't leave the house during that time, you know, because how could you possibly? Disgusting. And it's, yeah, well, Buck, allegedly the trending on social media was a hoax by guys who just, you know, they put something out there about the free bleeding and it happened to catch on. Um, There's a group of guys, I can't remember the the group's name, I think it's called uh, 4chan. And 4chan is a group of trolls that trend stuff on the Internet just for the heck of it. So, mm-hmm. allegedly, this all got started because of some joke. Should this change the mind of some feminists? I mean, there's some people who are actually adopting this mindset, even though it kind of started off as a joke. Man, let me tell you. This is where you got, I mean, we got to draw a line here when it comes to just stupidity and common sense. And obviously, this is pretty stupid. So, I mean, you know, maybe we should come up with some sort of, uh, you know, maybe we should do something like this, but do something positive with it. And, I mean, these guys here are idiots, and these feminists need to really kind of sit down and think about this 
this is not something that's sanitary. This could cause a lot of diseases, especially if you already got some junk as it is. So if we leave the place, that's just, I mean, come on. That's just like saying a dog's mouth is clean when we know it's not clean when it licks its own ass and its own shit. So, I mean, Don't stop people from kissing them. Yeah, right. exactly. You get all that fecal matter and all that stuff. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for it. So, bottom line of it is this. People use um, feminists, ladies, please, use common sense. We know uh, there is no such thing as free bleeding. Now that you know it's it's not anything that's free bleeding, let's use common sense. Put your pads on. Throw throw them in the proper container. Get get rid of them. Don't throw them behind your furniture. (laughs) No, don't don't mess up the mattress. And don't use scented. Yeah. I heard scent exactly. is supposed to be bad for women. Exactly. That's something so I heard. So let's, let's do the damn thing and do it right. Let's use common sense. And, you know, for these clowns out here inventing this shit, man, come on. Y'all can't well, be I mean, doing this. What, Next thing. what happened, using a fake Twitter, Tumblr, and Reddit accounts, uh, these guys wanted to discredit modern feminism by disseminating badly photoshopped, you know, memes and images. Um, they called this work... Operation Free Bleeding, and their goal was to drum up enough fake social media outrage that the news outlet would pick up the story and discredit feminists for believing that tampons are tools of, you know, designed to oppress women into raping themselves and all this stuff. Uh, that was one of the actual quotes that they that someone put out there. Um, so I mean, and it caught fire, and people started tweeting about it and saying women saying they were going to do it. Uh, there was a blogger who did do it. She went in whole, a whole week just to try it. She said she stayed at home uh, for the most part, and she said that she'll never do it again. She tried it. It wasn't liberating. It wasn't a pleasant experience. It was rather nasty having to clean up around her house, and she said she found herself, you know, sleeping with a towel under her, essentially, and it was just too much hassle. So... I don't know if there are people who actually do it and not think anything of it or not, but um, it was initially done as a joke. It was initially done as a joke. And so uh, (laughs) just one of those things. But, uh, I mean, Crystal, just because a feminine product may be man-made, does that make it oppressive towards women? A feminist product that's man-made? Just because a feminine product may be man-made. Oh, okay. Um, no. Uh, no. I mean, I think the two have nothing really to do with one another. So, no. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I mean, it was a very unusual story, and... I just think that sometimes social media, now that people know that it's, it's supposed to be a hoax, um, people need to pay attention to what, what trends on social media. Do some research. Don't just buy into it and start some kind of movement. They may have people laughing behind your back because that's just a little ridiculous. And if I see someone walking around with a red crotch because they believe in free bleeding, um, I'm just going to have, I just think it's unsanitary. Um, I heard that a woman's body has like 7,000 different bacteria or something like that, and I need you to keep all that on the inside. 
I, I, I really do, and not, you know, affect other people. And, I, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just so much wrong with that, in my personal opinion. I mean, if someone, I, I don't go through it, so, you know, I know people are saying I'm one to talk. I don't go through it. But I just feel like there's just other alternatives to doing that. But yeah. okay. <laughs> Going to take a quick break and hear from Will Roberts and the Daily Screen. And we'll be right back with another topic. I'm Will Roberts, and this is the Daily Scream. Ah, here we go. I want to start by asking you folks a question. Have you ever done that thing with the bucket of ice poured on your head? If you have, you know it sends your body into overload, and it's supposed to be a good thing. Well, if you haven't done this, I'm going to give you a chance to do it from the comfort of your own home. Go online and search Caitlyn Jenner. Enter. Ooh, wow. That is, well, was Bruce Jenner on the cover of Vanity Fair. Now, I don't know whether or not this story is about Ms. Jenner or Vanity Fair, and please don't think I'm bashing Ms. Jenner's decision to be what she wants to be. I totally agree it's her life and her decision. However, I believe if you have a lemonade stand on the corner and 50 people start protesting about chicken not being free-range, it's not okay for you to change the sign of your lemonade stand to free-range lemonade stand and profit from that. This is shock and awe publicity. And am I surprised that Vanity Fair did this? I'm never surprised by how the media circus sells tickets. Is it right? And before you answer that question, ask yourself, do you go to races to see people win or crash? Get my cartoons at willsays.com. Thank you. The Will Roberts of willsays.com. He said, do you go to races to see people win or crash? I like that because we all love to see a good crash. Okay. Moving on to the next Liquid Life Diet Drop topic, it's about man-spreading. Should guys be ticketed for taking up space by not closing their legs on New York City subways? (laughs) Yeah, I don't make this stuff up, okay? I just want to say that right now. I do not make this stuff up. This is like real stuff. But, uh, okay, so, but... Two men were arrested in New York City, arrested for man-spreading. They were sitting uh, with their legs wide open on the subway and taking up enough space for two people. Is it fair or foul to arrest someone for man-spreading? It's foul, man. For real. I mean, come on. We're going to worry about somebody spreading, spreading their legs on a fucking subway when we got people out there murdering people, um, selling drugs on street corners and things of that nature, and you want to arrest somebody and waste my fucking tax dollars for somebody spreading their legs on the damn damn, uh, subway? (sighs) This is ridiculous. I mean, whoever is the police chief or whoever came up with the mayor of the town or whatever, they need to be, you know, impeached. Because this just doesn't make any sense to make up stupid-ass laws like this. So it's foul. It's very foul. Crystal, what do you think? Um, I mean, you know, you're, you're a woman, so you have to deal with guys sitting down, opening their legs up, and taking up space <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, is it fair or foul to give people tickets and arrest them for taking up too much space? Well, okay. First of all, I would have to say that it may be a little fair because – Sometimes when guys, I mean, especially if they have their legs wide open and there's a, they're literally taking up two spaces, and why can't you just cross your legs or put, you know, 
bring your legs together a little more, or fuck, stand up, you know, whatever. I mean, I think it is a little foul. And I don't know about as far as getting arrested. They probably got arrested because they were irate about it. You know, they wouldn't just, I mean, what what effort does it take just to close your legs so somebody else can sit down? I mean, it's a fucking subway. It's public transportation. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's fair, and I think it's fair that they got ticketed and then, of course, arrested because they probably started mouthing off, and then I think it's foul that they would do that. So, yeah. You may be sick. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it's just, I mean, but, but men have three good reasons to spread their legs when they sit, okay? Three good reasons. Yeah. Should we be forced to keep our knees together just to ride the subway? I mean, I understand you don't want to just put it all out there, but I mean, should you be forced to keep your knees together? You got to be comfortable. That's all I got to say. I mean, I mean, I think if you, you know, you have your legs open and within reason. You know, we really don't know whether they got outrated about it or whatnot. You know, they could have mouthed off the cops or whatever, but. In any event, you know it should be, you know your legs should be open to a certain extent, you know for comfortability reasons. You ain't supposed you shouldn't have your jokers spread out to the point to where, you know you look like you're getting ready to you know, drop one in or something. But you know it's just, you know, I, it, I just can't believe that you know in this society today that we we make up stupid ass little laws like this. And we're really not focusing in on the the real problems at hand. And this, to me, this is a classic example of that. You know, it's a, to me, it's a waste of taxpayer dollars. And we need to, if we're going to make laws, then we need to make laws where, you know, for bigger crimes than opening your legs on a fucking subway. Okay. Let me go to the 601 area code, the Magnolia State of Mississippi. Down to Jackson and welcome on Eminem. Eminem, what's going on, bro? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Not much, man. Eminem, two men in New York City were arrested for man spreading, sitting with their legs wide open on the subway and allegedly taking up too much space. Is that fair or foul? Oh, that's foul all day. You arrested for that? Like, come on. Arrested? Like, I mean, I didn't even know you could get arrested for something like that. Too much space? What kind of what kind of law is that? <laughs> it's like I, I, I guess technically, technically, maybe it's uh, a violation of somebody's personal space if you're touching somebody else or something. They don't want it. But other than that, I mean, I, I didn't even know that was a law. That will allow somebody to be arrested for some shit like that. Sitting too much, sitting with their legs too wide. Man, shit. I wonder who the commander was at that precinct. Okay, now um, well, you know what? Twitter. You bring somebody in, it's like okay, rapist, murderous, murderer, uh, bank robbery, assault, assault with a deadly weapon, kidnapping. Child molestation. Oh, here's one. Your legs was too wide on the subway. Yeah, we're going to put you in here with all these guys. <laughs> on Twitter, 
African American signed in. African American is a female, uh, and she signed in and said, "No, it's she thinks it's stop and frisk 2.0, a minority bias." Um, and the oh, two guys, now they were Latino. Same thing. But but yeah, that's her that's her opinion on it. And uh, well, let me throw this number out at you all, Crystal. Over fourteen hundred man-spreading violations have already been issued this year, this year by the New York Police Department. Is this really just a money grab? Well, Crystal? Sorry, sorry, yeah, I was here. Um, uh, no, it's not a money grab. It's an annoyance. Close your fucking legs. Like I said before, I don't know if any of you ever been on a subway. I have, and it is very tight, okay? I've been on the L train. Well, okay, whatever, same difference. But, you know, it's like you only have so many seats, just like on a bus or whatever, and those who can't sit down are going to have to stand up. Now, why am I having to stand up if the only reason why there's not another seat is because your damn legs are spread, (laughs) okay? That's some bullshit. First of all, he should get up, but that's another story. That's another topic. well, you know, and um, you know, I don't know if it was a female, probably, or a male, or whatever, who complained. But um, I just think that it is so ridiculous that someone has to stand because this motherfucker is taking up space because he just cannot fucking close his legs a couple of inches so someone can squeeze in and fucking sit down for just a few blocks. I mean, come on. Yeah, he got really. Well then, stand his ass up. <laughs> you can you can spread your legs as wide as you want by the door. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, so Crystal says she's experienced something, I guess, like this, and uh, I guess it makes me think back to this, uh, the first video I saw of uh, that Yesenia Bailey posted when she did the little video skit about Ricardo Montalban and uh, she had a, a subway scene where she this guy you know was on the, the train and he was sitting with his legs spread and he was kind of pushing people off the seats and it was hilarious but uh, I, I recognize that it can be a problem okay when someone's taking up too much space but I mean the photos that I saw on this particular website where people were complaining and calling it a violation wasn't all that bad I mean, guys have things between their legs. We got three good reasons to keep our legs open some, you know. And if a guy's sitting with his knees together or whatever, he ain't going to pull too many women. So, I mean, it's almost like a, I don't know, almost like a a maiden call, so to speak. Guys sit. And then it's customary with a a lot of guys, even before taking a seat. You know what I'm saying is to you know LL did it all the time. You know you grab your cars and try to raise them up so you won't sit on them. Yeah, you know? you don't want them to have any type of obstruction whatsoever. Right. And it's very uncomfortable for guys to sit with their knees together. Okay? Oh yeah. Very uncomfortable. I'm not. I don't even. That's not even thing I even try. All right. Yeah. I'm not trying to smush anything. Right. So it's, I mean, as fragile so, as figs. Yeah, so you have to be reasonable, Whatever. I think. I think you have to be reasonable. I mean, yeah, Stand some guys. Your ball's so big. Your well, I mean, so big. I'm, not gonna let a, I'm not going to let a woman. 
I'm not going to let a woman stand on a train anyway, but I'm just saying if I am sitting down, I'm going to try to be reasonable about it. Now, I do know some guys who when they sit, it's like, man, I'm like, are you, you know, you, are you John Claude Van Damme? Why you got to take up so much space spreading your legs like that, you know? And so there's some guys who are extra with it. But for the most part, I mean, you got to give give a guy some leeway. You, you know what, I get really sick and tired of looking at guys, not just on the subway or whatever, but just guys who, I mean, not just normal, you know, wide sit, sitting, but they, like, really spread their legs. That's what I'm yeah, talking they about. Lay, I mean, it's they like, lay are you back, serious? They yeah, lay back, like, and they take up on. a good four feet of width. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody see, that's a that's a double standard. If 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 Bruce can go from Bruce to Caitlyn, then a guy should be able to let his nuts hair out. Something wow! Like that. Yeah, that's it. He can be able to let his nuts hang the transgender. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Lee, you know how to fuck it up, don't you? Thank you. So, really? Did you really have to I do mean, it like that? So I mean, but seriously, I mean, back to the last question. I mean, does anyone think this is just a money grab? Yeah, it's a money uh, I grab. Think, I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They. They. Uh, uh. What was it? Um. Uh, something happened. Uh. Well, a lot of shit doesn't happen, but something happened. Like. Uh, I think during. Uh, well, after the the Boston situation with the bombing at the marathon they the, anytime they had to beef up security and stuff like that of course new york is definitely uh an area where you know you always have to beef up security they, they got to make up for that overtime and all that kind of shit man that's that just a way to get money i mean i understand the city got to do what it got to do but at the same time it's ways to clip money off citizens without just kind of making shit look too obvious you know you can uh, right you know, add 15 cents to everybody's you know uh, water bill or some shit like that. I don't know. I mean, there's ways to do it. I mean, and I guess I don't have a problem. And, and Crystal, I will agree that it's, it's rude and that you should make space. But uh, I do think that there's certain limits, and I don't know if people could actually judge this. But I don't have a problem with them giving fines. If you want to fine someone 25 bucks for doing it, so be it. But, I mean, is jail right, really right. necessary? Yeah, I, I, it's, the thing about it is, is that, like I said, they weren't jailed because they were um, sitting there with their legs wide open. They were jailed because they probably would not close their legs when approached. I mean, you give them a ticket. and so, right. so they decided, they probably it, it, started, you know, being an ass about it, you know. So that's what they got arrested for. Maybe I don't know. But what, well, uh, what's the charge if you don't? That. No, no, no. If you don't close your legs, what's the charge to the point where you have to be arrested? I, I really don't understand how they got away with that. I, like, maybe they have something written on the subway that that indicates that you'll be fined for it. I, I don't know. But. You're viol you're violating space. You're taking up too much room. Um, well, you well, are about, resisting arrest. You so are what if resisting fat? the state match mandate. What if you're hey, fat? How about this? How about like how some the 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 oldest one in the book is like okay, if you're known for writing bad checks or some shit like that, or you just got some kind of obstructive behavior, you like with a restaurant. They say, well, this person can't come back. How about 
flagging them where, okay, after you get your ass off, you can't get back on no more until you pay this fine. How in the world are you going to? You can't regulate that. There's no way you can regulate all the subways in New York. There's no, 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 no. Way. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, if you put a mandate out there that you cannot ride no more, then if if somebody's caught again, it might be a year later. If that's on you and you on that damn train, then you get arrested. How do you how do you know if someone is on the train? No, 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 no. Listen, what I'm saying. Listen, what I'm saying. So if they like, get ticketed again, if you get, or if you, you, get, get, you, get twice. Ticketed, you get put in the system. So you if get you get caught on it again, if you don't pay the ticket, you will be arrested. Well, it may have. You know, it's happened. like it's like getting put it over in a traffic stop and some shit come up on somebody probably... from three years ago, murder or something like that, and then they go to jail right there on the spot. That that. I mean, but what if what if they're fat? I mean, fat people take up a lot of space. Okay, and what are you saying? I mean, if I get on a subway and I'm taking up too much space, I mean, isn't that pretty much the same thing? No, it is not. Because that is something that you you cannot help at that moment. Okay, it's just like having a handicap. You have a handicap, whether, let's say you have a handicap where you have to have your crutches or whatever on on the... you know, so for that moment, you can't help that fact. However, this person can simply close their All right. leg. All right, well, let's play devil's advocate. I'm so proud of her. Hey, well, check this out. What is hey, it? let's play devil's advocate. Say if a chick I is pregnant, she have her legs wide open, and somebody would just want to be an asshole and be like, well, hold on now. My legs open like that, and I went to jail. You know, what's the difference? They'll probably it's find the same out, too. Thing. It would be the same thing. If a woman, some biker chick, is sitting on the goddamn Why she subway. she going to be a biker chick? No, no, no. I ain't saying she's a biker. I'm saying she's, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like being a handicap. It's like being, you know, larger. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> what were you going to say, Buck? All I was going to say is this. I, 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 hear, I hear what you're saying, Crystal, but this is what I'm saying. Bottom line of it is, there shouldn't be a law like this. There should be there should be unwritten rules. You should have common curses that you know the guy, should, the guy, girl, whoever, fat, skinny, whatever. They should be, have common curses that close the legs, so therefore somebody can sit down or get up or whatever. I don't think we need to waste our taxpayer dollars by arresting people because their They're legs are open. Taxpayer dollars off of this. Do you know They're how it that, becomes? But but you it know becomes about, something like that because someone has complained over and over again where someone has to say, look, this needs to be a fine or something because this is coming across our desk way too many times. But you know what? Well, I, 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 I would agree with you under normal circumstances, but, but we live in a society yeah. today when people don't teach their kids anything and kids grow up just <laughs> as ignorant as, I mean, just I posted something today about how some woman said that Nicki Minaj has done more for black people than Martin Luther King because she has a clothing line, you know, and and, and Martin Luther King wow. went to jail multiple times. She called Martin Luther King a criminal. I mean, so we have people who aren't being taught certain things, you know, and wow. even though I agree that people should have enough sense to close their freaking legs when the, when the train gets crowded, um, they just don't. They just they just think you know what this I'm just doing me I got my my earphones in I'm not even looking up to see if anybody needs a seat I'm just in my own world 
And I think you have to make people conscious of certain things these days, which is sad. But that's the society that we live in. Because now there were some people that complained that said they got ticketed and the train wasn't full. That they were just sitting by themselves and they were just chilling. Okay, and, that, um, that was gonna be my next question: Is it the same offense if it's not packed? Well, I'm pretty right. sure it's always packed, but I mean, so because actually, Tom, I think well, it's Tom not always Hanks, packed. Um, Tom but, Hanks got got shamed over it. Uh, someone took a picture of Tom Hanks and complained about it on Twitter, and he was like, "The, the train was half full. Why do I got to sit my knees closed if there's no one sitting beside me?" Right. You know, if there's no one sitting beside you, yeah, you can do what you want. You can put your, you can prop your feet up if you want to, but, right. um, but yeah, if it's that's the only time it, the, the law or something like this uh, would actually come into effect, unless you just have an asshole person walking through, you know, and decide, oh, I'm going to ticket this motherfucker because I don't like the way he looks. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so he looked like a punk kid, so I'm just going to ticket him just for GP, you know. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't like the I don't uh, well, like the hey, rule bro. that much. I, I would be okay with just finding someone, but taking someone to jail. Um, I, I would just, even if they act like they didn't want to comply, I would just put them off the train before I take them to jail. Yeah. That just seems like a little too much. Hey Q, I got one for you for you and Buck, man. Wouldn't it be funny? I'm just I just wonder what it would be like. You know, like the way people like to take anonymous photos or whatever. You know, you know, you on the on the um. Sub or whatever, and then, you know, just for, just for an analogy, you got Caitlin on one side, you got Michael Sam on the other, and then it's like hey, there's plenty of room in the middle right here. You know, if you standing up, would you sit down? Or... <laughs> Man, why you got to be? Why you got to be? I'm like, no, nah, I'm like, hey, I, I, I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. You know, I'm. Um, I've been sitting all day I, at work. Let me stand up I, for a minute. I, I I'm going to go to another whole damn if I got to sit between them two son of bitches. Yeah, because I'd be so scared a, somebody uh, going to snap a picture and try to use the propaganda. Somebody had a Fuck had a bull. Diet Coke bottle, a Diet Coke bottle, a photo, and it said, you know how you have Diet Coke, they have the Coke has their little promotion, share a Coke with someone, and it said yeah. share a Coke with Bruce, and they had Bruce um, scratched out and had Caitlin written in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, if, I'm gonna, if I want to sit down, I'm gonna sit down. I guess just depends. As long as the person oh. ain't stinking, I'll probably be all right. I can't right. deal with nobody but, that's, that's foul. But, but what if? Well, what if, it's a subway. What, what if there was a uh, a gentleman? I use myself for example, and mm-hmm. I'm such a gentleman that if I see somebody that's a very attractive but tired young lady. I like. Well, there's no room over here, but you welcome. <laughs> oh, she has attractive. to be attractive. She has to be attractive. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You can sit. Hey, you can sit in Santa. You know, you can sit in Santa Claus Santa Claus lap. Uh, wow. I wonder would that be a fine or whatever? Yeah, like that would be a fine for being indecent. <laughs> hey, mm. but she ain't rolling. You know, well, I mean, she just sitting still. I mean, it's just a seat, right? No. All right, let me get in one one last topic really quick, and then we'll get ready to to wrap this 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 thing up for the most part. You know, the national spelling bee is not made for TV, in my opinion, but you know, people watch it. Uh, but when I turn it on, I see kids whose names I can't even spell myself. I have no idea when the last time um, a white person wanted to be, but Asians Asian Americans are killing it from what I can see. Uh, Crystal, have you ever watched the spelling bee, and what do you think people would get out of it? 
the only spelling bee I've watched is uh, I think it was Charlie Brown. I'm coming home, or or no, um, I think it was Charlie Brown. The boy named Charlie Brown. Yeah, I think that's what it was. That movie. I don't know if you guys remember that from back in the seventies, but um, I love that movie. That's the only spelling bee I've ever watched before. Um, <laughs> I but, watched the one that used to be a commercial, Ventriloquist, and they say V, uh, you know, so. Y'all remember that commercial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't do know remember that. spelling bee commercial. They had the girl spelling Ventriloquist. I forgot the, the commercial. It was like, uh, I don't know if it was candy or something. It was something. But I would yeah. watch if I if I had a kid or I knew like like it was a local but, uh, thing. I, I'm like you. Cute. I like I'm I'm I, I love uh, competitive geek type stuff. But is is this every year? And I'm not trying to you know sound a certain way because but every year is usually a kid from well the kids themselves probably from America, but their parents are probably of, of Indian descent or you know like you said Asian descent or something. Yeah. And it's like you have a pretty hard time pronouncing their name, so it's kind of hard to just cheer on somebody because it's like, okay, what what am I saying? But it's just amazing how much study time those kids put in. Um, I saw some kids interviewed uh, about five or six years ago, and they were saying that uh, they read the dictionary a couple times a year. And I was like, wow, that sounds really interesting, you know. But... Um, <laughs> You know, I'm well, like, I mean, you know, like, I, don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with com, com, competing, but I'm just like, man, a a a, a kid, a, a kid that's westernized or whatever. It's hard to, it's hard to sell that type of shit. You know, reading the dictionary a couple of times, you're not even counting. I don't know, man. It's just, I agree. I, I, agree. I like the I mean, old school spelling test where you got one week to learn this shit. I mean, you ain't competing mm-hmm. with somebody who done read the dictionary a hundred times. The reason age, I I'm think saying. it's not it's not fit for TV though is that I mean they put the the words on the on the screen, so it's not mm-hmm. like you can really play along at home unless you close your eyes, I guess. But I mean, and and, and then also you know you have the racist people on Twitter that always say why do they let foreigners in the competition and racist stuff like that. I mean all these right. kids like Eminem said they're Americans. They just may be first or right. second generation Americans. Right. And does right. it matter? Does it matter, Buck, if someone of Asian descent pretty much wins it every year? I mean, does it just further the stereotypes about how non-Asian parents drop the ball when it comes to education? Well, you already know the answer to that damn question, now, don't you? I mean, bottom line of it is, I mean, hey, Asian Americans, they've been whooping our ass in school for a long time. And we do, we as parents are not doing the right thing to make sure our kids are learn, you know, learning. I mean, it starts at home, really. I mean, I think you've seen some of the studies that have come out. The, the sooner we teach kids how to, you know, stop talking this baby talk and actually start talking and using correct words, they do better in school you know, because, they, you know, they learn it quicker. So with that being said, then obviously we need to pay attention and start doing these types of things, and then we'll start seeing our kids, our American kids, our true American kids, winning these spelling bees. Yeah, yeah. But, but Book, the whole, the whole, the, the beauty of the American culture would be totally changed if we actually put the effort in that foreign-derived foreign parents put in 
with that because, like I say, man, sports would not exist. Uh, video games uh, probably would not exist because, man, you have to, like, do some serious study into – I mean, well, I mean, did it. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm a proponent of education all day long, 110%, but I'm also, you know, I also like that, that other side of humans, man, the creative side, the, the, the spontaneous side, you. Uh, you know, that type of shit. So it's like if, you, if you're if one-sided all the time, it's just kind of hard to develop a full-rounded, well-rounded kid. It's kind of like, you know, it's, it's almost... Uh, the opposite of a kid that has absolutely no guidance or training, you know, that's a kid you don't want to be around because that's probably going to be somebody who's going to be robbing you. But if a kid is so damn square that, you know, uh, kind of like somebody mean <laughs> cues to work with, you know, very nice <laughs> know exactly lady, but, I mean, she was so fucking clueless. I mean, I, I, I would make jokes, and she thought it was literal. I was like, okay, man, you're smart, but you're dumb as fuck. You know, I mean, I would die in a world like that. I mean, I have to see some, some uh, definitely have to see some dumb hoes, man. You don't want to be a virgin until you've grown. I mean, that shit, man, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, if everybody all smart and doing the right thing, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, it, it's, it sounds bad, but it's the truth. If everybody did the right thing, this would be a fucked up country as we know it. I mean, we'll be just the equivalent of, I don't know, just just a regular country where you it, there's no money. I mean, to be a money Mayweather, you got to be an ignorant motherfucker, but that's entertainment. You know, to be Neon Dion, you got to have some kind of... Neon Dion. You know, I'm just saying, it, it's got to be what, what give us flavor is just that is it's it's the it's a it's a breakdown of the beauty of different things now there's no excuse for us to take it to the level of killing each other but you know everybody being bookworms is it's kind of rough <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. there would be no creativity i mean what makes this show so yeah. great is that the legends are all unique in our own way could you imagine if all of us Sounded like uh, 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 what, what's the what's the character? I know Chris know what I'm talking about. Data, Data on uh, Star Trek. The Data. Star Trek. Data. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, everything he said was right. Everything he said was correct. I mean, even though he's an android, I'm just saying, like, who wants to live like that, man? That's that's why these motherfuckers break their neck to come over here. I mean, it's fun being smart because I'm smart, but I'm smart in a different way. It's like, man, you got to have a eclectic. Some eclecticism about yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit. You know, I feel you. Like you call somebody you. a bitch. I'm not a female dog. God damn, man, that's some boring shit. You know, you know. I want to hear some cha-ching, motherfucker. I mean, I don't, I don't want to hear everything just perfect all the time. You know, shit. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I want to hear some short dog. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On a special. Monday edition of T2Q next week. Um, it's only going to be one show next week. Uh, on Monday. Yeah. It's that um, Boxing Hall of Fame week. It's that time of the year again. Summertime equals wedding season. But do you know there's etiquette to a wedding? And I'm guessing a lot of us don't know all the do's and don'ts. I mean, even ones of, even the ones of us that have been married before. So, wedding do's and don'ts on the Talk to Q radio show. 
something Monday. old, something borrowed, something blue. What else? Something new, something like that. No <laughs> experts, just opinions. Monday, June 8th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Search For It Here.com, TruthDevour.com, and LiquidLifeDrops.us. Okay, uh, I'm going to do a little zone coverage at the end of the show, so stay on for that. Talk about the NBA Finals, but let me get your TruthDevour.com final thoughts. Final thoughts, and I will go to you, B-b-b-book. Yo, Buck. Buck is pulling the buck. Sorry, I'm stuck on me. I'm sorry about that. All right, final thoughts, man. I'm talking about hair weave loans, spelling bee, free bleeding, man spreading. We all over the place tonight. I didn't get to hear the. I didn't. I didn't get in in time for the uh, the uh, hair weave part, but uh, that did sound kind of interesting. I don't think I would spend any money to have hair weaved into my head. Um, at this point, I really don't give a shit. So you don't like the way I look now, too. Bad. But um, I don't, but you know, just just something else to waste money on. Um, I don't. Th- I didn't think I'd ever see the day that you'd have to. You know, you can get your hair financed. So I guess everybody got their own style. As far as the free bleeding, I think we all. I think we touched enough on that. That's just fucking nasty. Don't do it. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, um, as far as the last topic goes, we got to start using some common sense. Uh, I, I don't think we should be wasting taxpayer dollars, spending, you know, finding people and arresting people and putting them in jail for their legs being spread on on a subway, train, plane, what have you. I just think, I mean, this just it's. We have to start really looking at the, the 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 core of what we need to be actually doing, and uh, we need to make if we're gonna make sensible, we need to make sensible laws, not stupid ones. And I consider that one stupid. All right. Other than that, everybody enjoy the rest of their week and have a great night. Thank you, sir. Eminem. Oh man, I hate I missed some of them topics, but I definitely get my comment on a, on a on a hair weave loan. How about this? How about use what you got to get what you want? Uh, that's not rocket science, you know. Uh, it's some dumb, 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 dumb girls. Uh, why would you pay interest to somebody when all you have to do is, you know, say voila? You know what I'm saying? Shit, you right. the daddy, quick. You know, unless you look like precious, then you fuck. You know, you got to go, about to go to the pawn shop then. But uh, <laughs> free bleeding, I, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what that is. What, what is that? Oh, that's when I they, that uh, part. That's when feminists decide that um, feminine products that are made by men, like tampons and sanitary napkins, are oppressive to them, so they just bleed out. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah. Free bleeding. They just, you know, stain the clothes, whatever. It's just bleed. Natural. All natural. Yeah. I free bleed your ass. All right. Shit. Shit. I'll smack your ass a few times and say, hey, you know, 
Put some, put some, you know, put some draws on, bitch. We don't want to, you know, because see, when a man get a bad visual like that, then it kills a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to think certain shit, you know, so. Nah, nah, uh-uh. You know, mm-hmm. babies have diapers and, you know, y'all do too for certain periods and it's, it's a reason for that shit, so just keep it culture, you know. Um, all right, uh, damn, I ain't never lost for words. That kind of fucked me up there. But, um, <laughs> God damn, popping off a motherfucker, boy. Um, spelling B, like I say, you know, I, I love the, 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 you know, the, the challenge of the young people doing it, but I think it's kind of gotten to the point where, I, I don't know, they put it on ESPN, but I never understood that. Um, I, I don't know if they're trying to say Yes. I guess it's a sport. Um, <laughs> brain sport, if that could be anything. Um, yeah. But, you know, more power to everybody who's doing it. Um, I would kind of like to see a, a old school spelling bee where, um, you know, pretty much the only advantage is that nobody would get the words, but that week of the test and – just go for what you know, and, you know, if you read all day and all night and win, that way is different. But if you're, you know, if you're prepping all day long, it's almost like competing against somebody at a private school with no rules and they, you know, playing a sport year-round, You and they ain't never got to stop. I mean, it's going to be certain things you ain't going to be able to compete with. So, you know, it, you know, I ain't going to say it's unfair, but it's just kind of like one of them type of things with me. Right. Um, leg spreading. I think it's just some bogus shit. I mean, that's just like technically you can't get arrested for jaywalking, but, I mean, usually when somebody do that kind of stuff, it's just a cop being a smart ass just to have a reason to bring you in because, you know, they might not like your attitude or whatever because they'll let, you know, all I'm all I'm thinking about with that is is it really enforced to the point where it's fair, and I seriously doubt it. Uh, that sounds like something that once again will be, heavily geared more toward minorities and that kind of thing so uh when it's like that i'm definitely not in favor of it you know it's like i get arrested for you know rudely having my legs wider than i should okay i'm not saying that's the best thing but it's just like well man it's it's three guys on my same block that's wanted for murder and all the evidence is there but nobody don't care so until them motherfuckers get arrested, I'd be damned if y'all arrest me. That's my state of mind on that kind of stuff. So, uh, okay. great show, man. Uh, uh, next week gonna be interesting. Uh, I, I forgot you get ready to to uh, go to the boxing hall of fame, so that's gonna be good. Uh, so one day, one day of T two Q, that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of rough, man. But I guess we have to deal with it. <laughs> I'm sure y'all can manage, man. Cause in all honesty, that's the only show I got out there right now. I don't have any topics beyond a Monday show right now. So um, I appreciate it, Eminem. And Crystal, I appreciate you hanging in there with me. I think it was just me and Crystal for like the first 45 minutes of the show almost. But we <laughs> held it down. A perfect person to talk about here. We even give some expert opinion on it, even though there are no experts required on this show. Shut it down mm-hmm. for me, please. Well, okay. Uh, as far as hair weaves, um, 
the best thing to do is save up your money, honey, for um, the best weave that you can afford. And there are plenty of deals out there. You just got to know where to look and plenty of ways to make your hair look great. And you can look fabulous without, you know, spending too much money. You just got to know what to do. But if you have the means, then you can spend money on some really good hair. Uh, As far as the weave loan, of course, leave it up to Detroit to (laughs) pave the way for the others in the world. (laughs) You know, that's what we do here. It's all about, you know, the black things, the chocolate city. So, and it's weave galore. We got weaves, we got Stacey Adams, we got whatever you need. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's all here. It's all good. Um, as you know, as, like I said, as far as the guys with their legs spread, please, nobody gives a shit, okay? Just because your legs are spread doesn't mean you have a big one, and we don't care. Actually, more women are, like, totally pissed off and disgusted that I have to look at your crotch every fucking time, and it's not that interesting. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you, know, you may think it bleed. is. It'd be worth right. free bleeding. <laughs> yes, okay. No free bleeding for anybody. Feminist, and I speak for the feminists, we don't give a shit about that because it's all about being clean and, and you know, we have to work. Feminists actually work for a living, so we don't do that. But anyway, um, good show as usual, and, um, and I look forward – well, no, you guys are going to go talk whatever – so enjoy that. And, and I guess I'll what's up with your show tomorrow? I, I got I may not be able to to chime in at least not in a timely fashion if I do. But what's up for your show tomorrow? Well, tomorrow we'll be talking about um, how to get over a bad breakup. And um, okay. So, so look forward to that. It will be you know just basically me. I'll just be venting about a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm sure Dre will be venting about a whole bunch of stuff. So, you know, that's our usual show. Okay. A bunch of well, Buck, Eminem, and- I encourage you all to, to call in, man, because we have a good time on Crystal's show. And, um, you know, she'll she'll give you a lot more leeway than what I do because I run a clock on you. But uh, Crystal's very generous because I call I'm and I rant generous. all the time. Yes. I rant all the time. I go way <laughs> beyond you you and Amy Eminem when I'm on her show. Damn. So- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about, you know, it's about free love, baby. Free love over here. I'll have to so, text you um, all the number to her show so you can you can check it out. But anyway, um, Eminem does have a new um, Pimps Perspective that will be coming up. So I'll be um, posting that for you guys uh, yeah. tomorrow night. So you listen to yeah. that. And Birthday gift. You know, <laughs> listen in to his wisdom. <laughs> and was- his sub will be, why do women need a pimp? And so he'll explain oh, it to you. okay. All right. Why they need a manager, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All right, all right. I appreciate it, Crystal. And you got to like have said, that representation, Dow. If I get the opportunity to call in, then I will, but I'm I'm texting Eminem and, and Buck right now with the number, so y'all lock it in your phones Thursday nights. 8 o'clock our time, 9 o'clock Eastern. Check out the Crystal Show with Dre. And uh, 
it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I don't usually miss a week. So I've even gotten to the point where I was five episodes behind Scandal because I was calling the Crystal Show. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks to searchforithere.com, truthdevourer.com, and liquidlifedrops.us. Thanks to my show legends and tweet chatters for participating on the show. The upcoming show schedule can be found at talktheq.com, even though it's not much of a schedule right now with only one show out there. Um, I will be scheduling around the NBA Finals, so it won't be any shows um, on the nights they have the NBA Finals. The upcoming Uh, suite. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. So um, if you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and get caught up. Have a good night. (laughs) Peace out. Zone coverage is next, next right after this break. Get your browser on the campus, i.e. Firefox, Chrome, Safari. Get on it. Get on the Crystal Show right now. I am Crystal Hickerson, and I would like to welcome you all to the Crystal Show. There's too many free meals out here, folks. Hey, look, let me pick something. I want the cheddar biscuits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to be cool. It's going to be nice. We're going to talk. We're going to get real down and dirty. Hi, guys. My name's Becky. You're on the Crystal Show. I didn't call for you to make fun of me. I, 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 I I'm, not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you and a little bit at you. People say, well, don't talk about religion and politics. I say right. yes. Talk about it. Talk about it. Because what do you want to go to, a boring cocktail party? <laughs> I don't like her. I mean, how how old are we? What grade are we in? One man, American, crime, wave. Because the feds knew. Y'all might have to come back and that's going to be a whole different show altogether. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Make some noise. 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 All right. Check out the Crystal Show Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. <clears throat> the All right, fellas. I want to talk about the um, NBA Finals going on tomorrow. Uh, you know, LeBron has put this team on his back. He's in his fifth consecutive. NBA final, which is amazing. If you thought Buffalo losing four Super Bowls was something else, going to five straight finals has never been done since, like, probably Bill Russell did it back in the 60s or something like that. Um, so, uh, Buck, I'll start with you, man. Who do you like to win the uh, Larry O'Brien trophy? Yo, Buck. Biggity, 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 buck, flash. All right, Eminem, just me and you right now, man. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Cleveland all the way. I'm not rooting for Cleveland, but clearly um, this is not probably going to be much of a series that, um, you know, that we would uh, like to see as a competitive series. You know, you got all these uh, – People admiring Steph Curry, and like I say, the guy got you know skills out this world for shooting, but uh, that ain't gonna be enough to get it. I mean, I think Cleveland getting ready to get their, I guess, their first championship, you know, period. So uh, yeah. I look forward to be a sweep. I don't even, I don't even think none of it's gonna be competitive. That's that's the unfortunate part. I, I just think it's gonna be, you know, um, uh, just say straight flush, like not even too competitive, you know, like where the game is over by the third period, that kind of sweet, 
you know. So, hope I'm wrong for the sake of advertisers who done paid all their money for commercials and stuff, and you know. But if it go the way it should go, if it go the way I'm predicting it goes, I mean nobody's gonna watch it really past Game Three. So you think, or uh, you think that LeBron can actually do that to him? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see nobody defending him. I, I, I just think he's gonna have a field day because I think for the first time this whole season he's actually gonna play hard. And then you know, um, I don't want to take nothing away from him because I, I definitely am the type of person when it comes to sports that separates. Uh, you know, my opinions about certain things from somebody's skill ability. So um, I think LeBron has been saving himself for this moment, for this game, ever since he decided to leave Miami in the middle of the season last year. Because he probably said, hey, you know, you know, I, I get dogged out all the time in the media and stuff like that, but I'm going to, I'm going to get my home state or whatever neighboring city or title. I think I think we have never seen LeBron just play his heart out. He's always been somebody who could have ass and still beat the average person, you know, and and actually beat a lot of great people. But we never just seen him just play hard to win like there's no way we're going to lose. And I really think we're getting ready to see it. Which which is he gonna blow them off off the map by itself? One man wrecking crew. Okay, Buck, are you because there? if he loses, if he loses, he don't want yes, this I'm man. Here. That's gonna be rough. I'm here. Okay, so, Buck, who you got in the finals, man? Well, I would like you know I'm I was going with Golden State, but I know common sense says go with Cleveland because. You know, Cleveland got, you know, they have a deeper bench. They got a deeper squad. So, you know, I really think that they're just going to go ahead and take it. And uh, I, it looks like, you know, Self is an amazing player, but he can't do it by himself. So, I mean, it's already amazing that Golden State even in the finals. But uh, I really would like to see Golden State win it, but I really think Cleveland going to sweep. They gonna, that broom going to come out because they start building leagues like they did against Atlanta. Golden, Golden State. You know, it ain't going to be much of a series, like, you know, like Eminem said, you know, if they don't win one by game two or three, you might as well just go ahead and turn on your, turn on some other sport because it's going to be a blowout for sure. So hopefully it doesn't happen. I hope to see a competitive series and maybe, you know, Golden State can kind of steal one here or there and at least, you know, force it to where it can go some seven games. It'll be great and maybe they'll pull it out that way, but it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough for Golden State to pull it out. Oh, and, and uh, something else I forgot to tell y'all. Something else we've never seen, other than him actually really really wanting to win this time, is I think he actually feel slighted not even being in the discussion for the MVP race. You know, it was always between Steph, Harden, and uh, and and, uh, and uh, Westbrook. At the, you know, toward the end of the season, and you know, to leave one team and come to another that was not even a playoff team, and make it all the way to the, you know, the the um, 
the finals and and clinch the playoffs way before the season was over. I mean, I, I think if that was anybody else, that would have been an MVP discussion alone by itself. But, you know, I think he can feel slighted by that. And he, I think he's going to finally, finally play kind of up to his ability, which is going to be scary because the boy is a freak of nature, you know. Um, All right. Well, I um, I think that um, that um, Golden State is is going to win in, in six. And although I respect the game that LeBron has, and I understand how capable he is of taking over a game, I just think um, you got to get so much out of Kyrie Irving and J.R. Smith. In order to, I think Golden State's deeper, you know. I think that they're deeper, and that's going to allow them to persevere and and win in, in six games. Uh, now, Golden State is a jump-shooting team, and you never know what you're going to get with a jump-shooting team. Uh, but by the same token, they're a really good jump-shooting team. Andrew Bogut plays pretty well in the middle. Uh, Clay Thompson plays very good defense. Now, I don't know if he's going to be responsible for LeBron or not. LeBron definitely has a lot more size on him. But I just think if in order for them to to win this, LeBron has to be Jordan. I think LeBron got to go for like 35 to 40 points every night on top Is of grabbing, grabbing 10 boards and probably seven assists. I mean, he has to be Michael Jordan um, in these finals. And he's capable of doing it. Uh, so we'll have to see, but uh, I just think on paper Golden State is a better team, and you know Steph Curry has some heart too. You know he's capable of going for fifty any given night. So I don't, you know, don't think Clay Thompson can't fill it up. So I like the matchup. I just think Golden State has more to offer than Cleveland because Cleveland has to have J.R. Smith and Kyrie Irving be on point without Kevin Love. So. I give me Golden State and six on this one. Yeah, hey, I'll I make sure I, I come by your crib and watch Game Six. Okay, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't gonna be no Game Six. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we're in the NFL. <laughs> Joe Horn has resurfaced. Y'all remember Damn. Joe Horn to play with the Saints and all that stuff? Yeah. Joe Horn said, I don't like that on draft day, these kids don't know that they're hugging the devil. Talking about Roger Goodell. He called the man the devil. He goes, I hate to see kids that are lost and then happy, but they really don't know that the man they're hugging will rip their throat apart. If he has an opportunity to take money from them or if there's a situation where they'll be guilty before they go to court, he'll rip them apart. And there's nothing they can do, no one can do about it. If the owners are happy with Roger Goodell, the fans, the media, no one can take his job from him, and he hate, and they hate it. So uh, Joe Horn called Roger Goodell the devil, which is hilarious. He said they hugging the devil and everything. And, you know, Roger Goodell just isn't very popular. The fans don't like him. Um, a lot of the players don't like him, but he's just the one they have in place. And he said that he's going to preside over the, the Tom Brady uh, – Appeal. I mean, is it completely unfair of him to? Well, I mean, because he has a relationship with Robert Kraft. I mean, that's kind of a conflict of interest as it is, and we all know there's plenty of conflicts of interest in this country with politicians and all. But shouldn't he just recuse recuse himself of this? I mean, he gave the suspension, 
So shouldn't he allow someone else to hear their appeal? Um, looking at it from that aspect, he should. But otherwise, I think he should do it because it was excessive, number one, and I think he knows it was excessive. Of course, a lot of other stuff he did is excessive, but uh, this one here is going to be a little bit different because he knows Tom Brady getting ready to sue the shit out of him. So um, I think he definitely feel like he need to be, you know, directly involved because he's going to be what causes the league to get hit with a, you know, uh, a lawsuit that they're going to clearly lose. Because, like I say, when you look at the facts, you know, people trying to equate the deflate gate with spy gate. Spy gate was pretty much clear cut what it was. Deflate gate was just all speculation and stuff that just got blew all out of proportion. It's just like, you know, um, PSI, you know, being, you know, one or two pounds different. Um, like I said, that's more or less in the category. And I, I said it before, it's like, you know, I'd rather have molded cleats than the kind that screw on or something. I mean, it's, it's, I ain't saying it's, it may not matter at all, but it really wasn't even a punishment for it in the rule book. So it's like, if it's not a penalty for something, technically it's not that much of a violation other than just saying the ball should be at 12 PSI. Okay, if it, what if it's not 12 PSI? There's nothing there. So, you know, a good lawyer eat that shit up. So, And Roger Goodell knows it. But what do you think, man? All right, Buck, what you doing, man? <laughs> he on me? All right. No? Okay. He's just not cooperating, man, tonight for some unknown reason. I'm not sure what's up with it. But anyway, um, I just, I don't know. You ain't heard a word we said, have you? <laughs> I heard some of it. <laughs> I heard some of it. What about Roger Goodell, should he be allowed to um, preside over the appeal for Tom Brady? No, he should. I mean, this is this clown here, um, you know, he can't be judged you're an executioner. And when, you, when you're all three, then I don't think, you know, you, you know, you don't get due process. If he gets involved with this and we know that he's down with, with um you know, Bob Kraft. I thought he didn't go on and then talk to him. That's the reason why he's sitting up there saying that he should preside over the, you know, preside over the proceedings and stuff. Roger Goodell does not need to be involved in anything because bottom line of it is he's the worst commissioner that NFL has ever had, in my opinion. And, you know, he's not consistent. He doesn't, the rules are all jacked up. He's changing the game to the point to where, you know, it's not the same game anymore. The things that this man and this this shit over Tom Brady, this son of a bitch should be suspended for the whole damn season. Him and the fucking coach. So the 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 thing is, it wasn't done right to begin with. Now you're gonna go in here and lessen this man's you know, you're gonna be part of the process and then he'll lose two you know, they'll drop it to two games. Come on. No, he shouldn't be. You know, he should not be presiding over these proceedings at all. 
period. Okay. All right, last thing, and then we'll shut this down. Antonio Cromartie called out uh, Richard Sherman. He said, go play in a defense where you don't have two all-pro safeties. He goes, go follow the number one receiver, follow him around for the entire game, and let's see what you can do. Darrell Rebus has done that his whole career. I've done that. Patrick Peterson has done it. Joe Hayden has done it. Sherman is the only defensive back that hasn't. If you want to label yourself as the number one corner, the best corner in the NFL, follow the best guy on any on every single team. Buck, does he have a point? Most definitely he does. He has a point. I mean, Richard Sherman, now don't get me wrong. Has, I mean, the man has played some consistent football, and, I mean, the numbers speak for himself. However, I don't think he should be calling himself number one because he does not follow the best receiver. He plays on his side of the field, and that's it. There's several corners in the National Football League on several teams that follow the best receiver the whole game. Uh, one just retired, as a matter of fact, and I'm not talking about Troy. I'm talking about Ike Taylor. Ike Taylor always played the best receiver. On, on every team that he that we ever played. So, bottom line of it is this, Sherman, uh, you do have a little bit of merit, but you're not the best because you don't cover the best receiver. So, it is what it is. So, I'm glad he called him out on it. Everything, Eminem? Well, it, it's a legit call out, but it's one of them things like where uh, – if 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 that was his assignment, it's not like he can do it, you know. So, um, but I know a lot of times you gotta, you know, show up in in, in different situations. But I, I I don't I don't I don't doubt he couldn't. So I think it's you know I think he's definitely in rights to say you know he the best because like I say it's, it's like well, you know. It's not a lot of success on the side he does play. So, from nobody, you know. So that's that's a lot of, um, you know, that's a lot to, to throw out there as well. It's like, well, yeah, y'all might follow him around all day, but how many highlight films I got versus how many highlight films you got? So it's like, well, hey, you know, that would be my throw off at it. You know, I'm, I'm the I'm, when, when you when you have become synonymous with the position, then, mm-hmm. you know, well, true sports heads can break you down like that. But to the novice fan, yeah, you go, you're going to be considered the best. That was always yeah. my argument with Deion Sanders. It's like when you're synonymous with the word shut down corner, you, I mean, then, you know, yeah, it, it, it's been, you know, somebody could even make the argument of Champ Bailey in his prime, definitely uh, Rob Wilson in his prime, and you know, a lot of people, but, Unfortunately, only one person got that title. So, and that's what Revis, I mean, not Revis, that's what uh, Sherman has now. Right. You, know, you say cornerback, Richard Sherman. You know, so. Cromartie, he definitely has that reputation, man, and he's made right. some big plays, too. He made some, some big, big plays. Games. He made some big plays in big games, and playing in that Green Bay game where he refused to go out, and. Aaron Rodgers was up still, arm, shoulder. with the messed up arm, and Aaron Rodgers was still scared to go after him. I mean, damn, that that states the case right there. I agree. I agree. I think he's um, until someone 
beats him. He's the best corner in the game. You yeah, want to try a star receiver I, like Crabtree? That's the result you're going to get. Right. Don't you ever talk exactly. about me. He, he's synonymous with, 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 with doing what he did to Crabtree. And as great as Revis is, and he's definitely a Hall of Fame in my book, but honestly, what I remember right now, if somebody just say, okay, we're going to just say, name a play that you remember. First thing come to mind is Randy Moss making that one-handed grab in the end zone yeah, right over nice. uh, Revis. That's what I remember. That don't, sum, that don't sum the man up, but I'm just saying, until somebody do something to Sherman that can really just kind of shut him up, you got to just hear his, he, he, he just got to talk. <laughs> Ain't nothing you can say. Ain't really nothing you can do about it. So, But it's a highlight on everybody else. And Cromartie, I mean, shit, he got all kind of highlights on him with everybody. You know, Wes Welker, everybody. A lot of people got shit on him. You know, but Richard Sherman, it's just like, uh, you know, everybody done got did one time, but he ain't got did to the point where people remember it. So so it's almost like it never even happened. So, mm-hmm. hell, anytime zone coverage had uh, uh, him breaking that down to the reporter, in the in the promo in the intro, hey, you ain't got no sign by the Cromart or nobody else on there. And Joe Hayden definitely good, you know. Patrick Peters is very athletic, but they ain't on they ain't on our zone coverage intro. It's nope. Richard Sherman. <laughs> it's Richard Sherman. <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate it, fellas. Go ahead and shut this thing down. And um, let's see. Trying to think if there's anything else. I know once I I get back from the hall, I probably have the young brothers on, and we'll talk about everything as far as what we saw up there, what we got to experience with some of the fighters. Um, and of course there'll be some zone coverage mixed in uh, with the NBA Finals and everything going on. So look forward to that. Uh, but we'll probably be on Mondays and Wednesdays until the finals are over. So uh, just keep an eye out for that on your, on the schedule and keep checking the T2Q newsletter as it comes to you via email unless it comes out the day of the show. So if you get an email, you know there's a show. All right. So I appreciate it. I'll holler at you guys later. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Everyone have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it, go ahead. I was told that I was a man-eater. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Now, let me bring Amanda on the line. I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Follow Q, guys. Thanks.